0: You're listening to Balanced Broads with your hosts, Erica and Sage.
1: Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Balanced Broads. Welcome back, everyone. We are a day late than our normal schedule this week. Um... And I was thinking because we started out doing like releasing on Thursdays. And then when The Bachelor came out, we started releasing on Wednesdays. So now I'm like, should we go back to Thursday? Should we keep it at Wednesday? I don't really know.
0: I have no idea either because we have the bachelorette coming and we don't want to be late for that. But also, it's nice to have a little bit more time in the week to get things done.
1: It is nice to have a little bit uh, more time in the week. And we get to record earlier when we record um, when we release on Thursdays. So that's
0: nice, too, because we're not so tired. That is so true. Maybe we should prioritize our energy over, I don't know, being early. (laughs) Yeah.
1: you know When does the bachelorette start?
0: I don't even know. I think
1: not for a while because they haven't even filmed yet.
0: Yeah, I think that they probably are starting soon, like starting this week or next week or something. Um, So, yeah, we probably have a few months. Yeah, it might start in like January. Oh, I don't think about like a year, though. Really? <laughs> we haven't.
1: No, no. no, I'll start. I'll start to look it up while we talk. Um, But we today's episode, we are going to finally address what i think the entire world is talking about um even though we don't really want to like be a negative source of news um we just think we need to address the coronavirus and kind of talk about what our thoughts on it our precautions that we're taking on it uh, our opinions things we've heard you know just just a little chit chat about that and then the rest of the episode will be our thoughts on the bachelor finale because my god we have a lot
0: there is so much to talk about and so much going on in the world right now. Like, of course, we have the coronavirus, which is literally taking over the world. And then we have the Bachelor finale, which is also literally taking over the world. There's a lot of important things going on.
1: And I also just saw that The Bachelorette starts May 18th. So I was very off and that is pretty soon. So <laughs> yeah. We'll let you guys know. We'll let you guys know. I know it's not too much of a big deal if we switch from Wednesdays to Thursdays and back to Wednesdays. It's not too much of a big deal. But maybe we'll go back and forth. Maybe we'll release twice a week. I don't know. We might go crazy. You never know.
0: Um, We'll figure it out. And you guys will just be along for the ride.
1: Exactly. So let's start off on the bad note so we can finish with a good note. And that is the coronavirus. I do first, Erica, want to hear what your thoughts are on it, right? What your thoughts are on the situation right now what you're kind of thinking I'll come back with my thoughts and then we'll just
0: we'll just rally off each other we'll just do our little friendly banter that we're so happily well known for (laughs) exactly (laughs) Um, okay so my thoughts at first I was just you know thinking it's typical crazy America to be freaking out about something like this Um, but as the weeks go by it is getting more serious At least at my work, we're canceling all travel. We're canceling meetings. People are encouraged to stay home, work from home. Um, So it's a little scary. I went to Target the other day and there was no toilet paper. And I don't know how people think toilet paper is going to save them from a virus. But
1: Which it makes me laugh because literally everything else is in stock. Like water's not sold out. Dry goods aren't sold out. Pet food. Like things that you would really need. Aren't sold out but you know you want to wipe your ass you're shit out of luck no pun intended um but like if I'm in quarantine for 14 days and I have toilet paper like use a fucking leaf go in the shower like you don't need like why are people acting like if they don't have toilet paper it's the end of the world seriously
0: I would think food would be the priority and there was still food like canned goods and sauces Plenty. and things like that like everything that you could need but Toilet paper. But toilet paper.
1: And I was like, oh, I actually need toilet paper, guys. Like, I don't need 500. I just need a pack of toilet paper for me and Cole. Like, come on.
0: Yeah, it's not going to happen. I actually need a toilet paper as well. Thankfully, got um, paper towels that I needed. But maybe I'm just going to use paper towels. Who knows? Maybe I'm going to take a shower after every time we use the bathroom. Maybe I'm just going to shake it. Maybe I'm just going to shake it off. Maybe I'm just going to use a Kleenex. (laughs) You know what? This is what America is coming to it's just really intense and I get sick so much. So I'm definitely a little worried. I get sick all the time. I'm still kind of sick from the last time I was sick. Um, yeah. But I mean, I feel like what we have to do is like not panic and just wash our hands and use hand sanitizer like we should be doing and we'll be fine. What cracks me up about this whole thing
1: is that I've been getting emails up the ass about you know, like from all the places I shop at all the places I get work done and blah, blah, blah about, okay, you know, this is what we're doing to like combat this. And this is what we're doing to give you, make sure your guys' safety is our priority. And I'm like, okay, these are things that I've been doing since I was born. I've always been washing my hands with hot water. I've always been washing my hands for 20 seconds. I always use hot water over hand sanitizer. Like I don't touch doorknobs. I don't touch faucets. Like, these are things that I've been doing since I was a child. So I'm like, y'all nasty asses are just doing this now. Like, and, it, and it's funny because all these companies are like, yeah, we know we're going to start wiping down doorknobs and wiping down tablets every 30 minutes. I'm like, that's disgusting that you guys aren't doing this in the first place. Like there was, there's a million diseases that are still out there, like that are always going to be out there now just because this one's new and now there's because the media is making it this thing now you guys are going to start doing this
0: it's honestly like a sign of america right now like people were joking that you know the uh super tuesday primary was the same week that the coronavirus is starting to get big and people were saying you have to wash your hands and like it's too much for america at once to vote and also learn to wash their hands it's <laughs> literally sad It's 100% true. Like,
1: whoa, I can't... I cannot choose Bernie (laughs) and Biden. And I'll also start washing my hands after I take a poop.
0: We are overwhelmed. Like, all I know is America's falling apart. And I think we do have reason to be concerned. But we should not be panicking at this level.
1: I also think... Here's my... Here's my thing. I think that there's two sides to this. And they're both annoying. I think half the people... Are doomsday prepping right? Like saying that we need to be we need to be prepped for thirty days of quarantine, and we need to be you know blah 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 and all this stuff, and just like going crazy and fear mongering and just and that is really excessive. But there's also the side who are just being assholes about it and being like, you know, I've seen some Instagram stories on my Instagram um, that have just really pissed me off and just been like since everyone's deciding to hoard, you know, um, hand sanitizer, I can't get what I need. And you guys wash your, just wash your damn hands. That's all you need to do. Like, this is ridiculous. The flu kills this man, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you know what people are going to do what makes them comfortable. I'm not saying that hoarding a million toilet, like toiletry things for your family is the right thing to do. But I think a lot of people are just thinking about themselves in this situation and their immediate family. And like, just because, were okay to travel and we'd be okay if we got sick, knock on wood. But, you know, we'd be okay because we have good immune systems. Like think about other people. Think about people who don't have the immune systems and the people who are elderly and how scary it is for them. Like maybe it's not scary for us, but, and maybe it's not scary for your family, but it's scary for other people.
0: I totally agree. I saw a lot of posts about this on Twitter, um, of people who were saying like, you know, hand sanitizer is sold out and, um, alcoholic like prep pads for when you're going to inject yourself are sold out and people who have to take injections by themselves at home are panicking because this is actually a life or death situation for them and people mm-hmm. are buying these things just because they're scared about a virus that most likely if they do get they'll be fine but the vulnerable people you know are really suffering yeah
1: yeah exactly like I said like don't it's not the end of the world. You're going to be okay. Wash your hands, get what you need. But also don't act like it's just the flu because it's not, it's, it's more serious than that. Like don't, you don't know more than the, like the health association. You don't know more than the CDC, but so don't act like it's also nothing either, you know, and don't, you know, don't shit on people for being scared about it. So you need to be, we need to be in the middle of like, yeah, you know, this sucks. Like we need to make sure like elderly, our elderly family is being taken care of. And like, we need to make sure people, pregnant women and people with compromised immune systems are taken care of before us. And, um, but it's okay to be like a little bit scared of everyone's unscared. Like everyone's a little bit panicked, like, Oh shit, like this is new, you know, but, It'll be okay. Just wash your hands and be prepared. Don't act like it's nothing, but also don't act like it's the end of the world.
0: Yeah, totally agree. I think the main three things that you can do is obviously wash your hands. If you sneeze or cough, do it so in your elbow rather than your hands, Mm -hmm. and use hand sanitizer. And that's all.
1: And don't 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 make others feel bad for the way that they're reacting to it.
0: Yeah, everyone's going to react their own way, and you know what it's it's perfectly valid to freak out because like literally entire countries are closing down so there's obviously a bit of a reason to panic but as long as you follow like the cdc's guidelines and take care of yourself chances are you'll be okay
1: chances are you'll be okay we don't know how long this is going to last obviously um you know a lot of people have been saying that they think it's going to die out once it starts to get hotter and that would be great but we don't know this is new we have no idea and if it does you know start to die once it gets hotter we don't know if it's going to come back every year so it's just something that we need to be prepared for it's a new thing a new thing onto the list of shit that we get to worry about now yay for us yay for america <laughs> and the whole world <laughs> yeah literally the whole world yay we love yay. it um that's all I have on that. I don't know if you have more to say on that, but we'll keep you guys updated each week. I'm sure we'll have new news every week. It was officially declared a pandemic, which is a little bit freaky, um, but hopefully it gives you know our president and our government a little kick in the ass of like, we need to do something. We need to not ignore it. So um, we'll keep you guys updated week by week. <laughs> yep. But now we got to get on to what we've been wanting to talk about since it happened, and that's The Bachelor. So stay tuned.
0: Sage, it is time. Oh my gosh, we've made it. We've made it, you guys. We have made it. And
1: I, I don't even... I don't even know. I feel like 16 hours of my life was wasted a little bit. Um, I'm just, I don't know. I'm upset about a lot of things, but we're going to get to it. There's a two night finale. So we're going to start with Monday night, give you a quick recap, and then we're going to give you our thoughts.
0: Yeah, quick as much as we can because so much shit happened both nights. So let's get into it. Monday night um, is when Hannah Ann and Maddie both get to meet Peter's parents. And we start with Hannah Ann, who is just so in love with Peter and wants to express that to his parents. And she does that by crying and telling them how much she loves him. And Barbara, Peter's mom, just thinks Hannah Ann is an angel on earth, like absolutely loves her. She's perfect in their eyes. All goes
1: on. Because, I mean, I guess what mom wouldn't love a girl to come in and just cry about how much she loves her son. So I get why she liked her.
0: Yeah, very true. At this point we're all like, okay, everything's going well. Um, And we're all, you know, on the same side here. Um, And then we go into Madison. She comes over to meet Peter's parents. And so for the way that it starts (laughs) um, is they sit outside for a while and talk And just kind of like, you know, hash out where they left things off after the fantasy suites. You know, they're both still struggling. But after a bit, um, Madison tells Peter that she does love him, which is what he's been waiting to hear. And he's so happy and forgets all of their other problems. And so she finally comes in to meet the parents. We'll talk about all of that drama a little bit later. But from what we know at this point she meets the parents and they're just off the bat, not really happy with her and kind of judging her for all of like the fantasy suite ultimatum that she gave Peter.
1: Yeah. Because before
0: he introduced her,
1: he explained to them what happened with the fantasy suite and how she kind of gave him like a bit of an ultimatum. And in a mom's eyes, that's not what they want to hear, especially after meeting someone like Hannah Ann, who was literally like, Worshipping the ground that their son walked on. So going from that to one extreme to a to, you know to an even though Madison's not extreme, but going from someone like that to someone like Madison who's being kind of real and isn't just letting Peter do whatever he wants. Of course, they're going to favor the one that that is. At this point, we're like, okay, I get it.
0: Yeah. At this point, everything's making sense. You know, Maddie obviously has some issues with Peter. And they're working them out like a normal couple would. But the thing is, this is not a normal setting. This is The Bachelor. So that's where all this shit comes from. So basically, parents aren't fully, really happy with Madison. Um, They definitely let her know that. And after she leaves, we finally find out who Barbara is crying about to bring home to them. And it's Hannah Ann. And I was shocked.
1: I was very shocked. I had did not think it was going to be Hannah. And I definitely thought it was going to be Madison because if you guys don't remember, in the first one-on-one date that Madison had, she met Peter's parents. They went to his parents vow renewal and they loved her. They loved Madison. They were like, Oh my gosh, Peter, she's so great. I can't wait. Blah, blah, blah. So when we saw bring her home to us, we figured that he was ta- she was talking about Madison,
0: but we were dead wrong. Yeah. There was so many theories about who, the subject of bring her home would be. And it was, you know, anywhere from obviously Madison to Kelly to Hannah B. No one thought Hannah Ann, no one. So I think we were all shocked. Um, but anyways, Barbara was being, you know, a little dramatic sobbing that God put Hannah Ann in Peter's life. And Madison is not there for Peter. Apparently, um and peter's just like mom you have to stop like why are you crying
1: (laughs) yeah she was crying literally nonstop, and she wasn't just tearing up like you know peter i just love you and she was sobbing like her dog just got ran over by a car i mean she was sobbing about this and you've you guys have seen the trade like the preview of her like saying the bring her home to us she's sobbing and peter was just like mom you got to calm down. Like this is ridiculous. You know, like she was just screaming and crying and about how much she didn't like Madison and how much Hannah Ann was, was who God put her on the earth for him. And that Madison just isn't there for him in the
0: way that, Ma- that Hannah Ann was. It's just crazy. Cause she had literally met Hannah Ann the day before for maybe like an hour or two. And I don't know anyone who could cry that fiercely over someone that they've known for an hour. Like she's, she's a lot. And I, there's a lot that we're going to talk about Barbara um, for this part. And I want to be respectful because she's a mom and we love moms, but she kind of deserves what we're going to say. I mean, she pushed the boundaries,
1: you know, she pushed the boundaries. So, um, and right now she still hasn't pushed the boundaries. Like right now we're still like, okay, mom, Let's take it down a notch. But she hasn't pushed any boundaries other than just being a little bit put like just being a mom,
0: you know? Like Yeah, totally. A very right now, concerned mom. Right now, she's just a very passionate mom. And moms get like that sometimes. So we're still, you know, like, okay, things are getting dramatic, but everything is normal. Um, so the next thing is they both have their last chance dates. Madison has the first last chance date and she sends herself home. She tells Peter that um, you have to know when to surrender and she's going to send herself home so that Peter can get what he came here for. And Which
1: I thought was a great idea because I don't think that Madison and Peter are meant for each other. I don't think their lifestyles match up. I'm not saying Madison's is a bad person and I'm not saying Peter's a bad person. I think their lifestyles are completely different. I don't think that they're, they're going to work. Um, and I think surrounding herself was the best option.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I think, I think she was coming to this decision for a while now, but meeting his parents kind of solidified that decision for her.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, and it would have been great if that was just the end of it, you know, and he was like, I agree. I don't think our lifestyles are going to work. And I just, you know, my heart is with Hannah Ann as well. Right. That would have been great. But that was not his reaction.
0: That would have been great. But that is not Peter. Um, So he, you know, is so upset that Maddie leaves. He talks to Chris Harrison, tells him that everything's up in the air. And then they go to Hannah Ann's last chance date. And suddenly Hannah Ann's the one. He is is saying over and over how he's just so in love with her. And he can see it now. Yeah.
1: And mind you, in Madison's date when she left, he said, like, pretty much verbatim, you know, Madison is who I want to be with. Madison is who I want to spend the rest of my life with. Like, this is why I'm heartbroken. Madison was the one. Madison is the one. So you'd think he would just end the show there, pull a Colton and go and chase Cassie. But no, he decided to go on the date with Hannah Ann and pretty much say, well, I like Hannah Ann, too. So I guess I'll just do that.
0: Yeah, poor Hannah Ann was definitely a plan B, um, and she should never have been. He no. Peter should totally have pulled a Colton and just been like, you know what, I've realized now that Maddie is the one. Like All of this has made me realize that, and I'm going to go after her, and I'm sorry, Hannah Ann, but this is where my heart is. He does not do that. Um, he mostly leads uh, Hannah Ann to believe that she's the one, except he does tell her that his heart is being pulled in two different directions. Um Hannah also has no idea that Madison
1: has self-eliminated at this point. She still thinks that she, you know, Maddie has a dog in the race just as much as she does. So she has no idea.
0: Yeah, Peter does not tell her that, which is just so smart on his part. And also I wanted to mention for this last chance date, like we see Hannah Ann getting ready and she looks gorgeous in this beautiful dress, her hair all curled. And then Peter comes walking down the hallway and he's wearing like a hoodie and jeans. And Mm -hmm. it's like, that should be a red flag right there. Like that's where his head is at.
1: Yes. I noticed that too. I would have been like, that's weird.
0: Yeah. Like, okay, I guess we're staying in tonight. Um, Yeah. So that was the end of the first night. And we could just tell that the next day was going to be a shit show, which it was, but for reasons we didn't, we didn't see coming, honestly. Mind you, I mean, in the first 18 minutes of the show, we had a proposal.
1: And when that happens, you know shit's going to go down. Um, and as much as I wanted to just turn the show off and be like, okay, great. Happy for them. Hope they live a great life. That's not what happened either.
0: No, it, it, it went downhill. But let's start with the proposal because he does um, propose to Hannah and He says, you know, right now it just feels so right and real. Obviously, the keyword is right now, um, at this moment, not two days ago when Maddie left me. But um, even Hannah Ann is like shocked. She's like, "You chose me when he proposes." She is so shocked. You can see it in her face. She doesn't think she's going
1: to be. She's the one. And let's just let's just let's just say too that in the in his proposal, he says to her, "You know, I loved you, and this is so hard." but Madison left 2 days ago. So,
0: here you go. So bad and he doesn't even make it sound like like oh Madison decided to leave or I sent Madison home. He leaves it vague. So she assumes, oh, he's picking me. No. You're winning by default.
1: <laughs> exactly. And and I didn't even think of that. She could have thought like Madison left 2 days ago. I she he sent her home. You know? She has no idea and he's and, and for her, like, what is she going to say in that moment? No, she's not going to question anything. She's just going to be like, yeah, hell yeah. Like, of course I'm going to marry you because she doesn't know. And uh, we're going to backtrack just for a second because Chris Harrison, when he comes up to him and says, this is something that we just found out initially they didn't even know if, if hannah Ann was going to come to the proposal she didn't know because i think she deep down knew that his heart was somewhere else and she was like you know i don't know if i'm going to go through with this like i don't know if i will even want to go to this to find out if he's going to propose to me or not and peter said to him did he find out did she find out about madison did someone tell her and that that is so bad it's like he's lying to her like he didn't want her to know the full truth of what was happening until he got a yes from her
0: Yeah, literally in his proposal, he told her that Madison had left. And I mean, you can tell she was so shocked. She did not think that she was going to win, but she did only because she was the only one left in the game. Um, Exactly. So sad. So, you know, they are happily engaged at the moment and... We go to, back to L.A. because, you know, they're on Australia. So now we're back in L.A. and Pete goes to tell his family that he's engaged. And, oh, my goodness, the way that the family, like, they're all holding hands as if they're waiting to hear the worst news in the world. Also, shouldn't you just, like, um,
1: once he said that he's engaged, shouldn't they just be through the roof happy that their son is engaged and he's happy and in love? Instead of immediately just being like, Who? To who? Who is it like we're only Going to be happy if it's Hannah Ann And it's like shouldn't you just Be happy he's engaged
0: Yeah happiness for your child Is not a concept that comes easily for These parents like mm-hmm. It's just it's really sad um, But he does tell Them it's Hannah Ann and Honestly Barbara screams like She was just shot in the face And They're all so happy and they FaceTime Hannah Ann Barb was saying she has a daughter. She is ecstatic over the moon. Probably actually, actually really yeah, happier than Peter was when he proposed to her. A hundred percent. It's just really sad to see.
1: It really was. It was very dramatic. They were all holding hands. It was ridiculous. I just couldn't even, it it was so, it was absurd, Um, but still giving Barb the benefit, benefit, still giving Barb the benefit of the doubt because maybe she's just a very, you know, she likes to push herself in his situations. She's a very controlling mother, but she's still his mother and we have to respect that.
0: Yeah. At this point we're still like, okay, she's a little dramatic, but you know, she's happy for him now. Okay, whatever. So we go to one month later after the proposal and Peter and Hannah Ann get together and he breaks up with her and he tells her that it's just not fair to her he can't give his whole heart to her and he's been having um struggles since leaving the show and she just absolutely like destroys him which i loved
1: oh yeah she was a strong ass woman i have not liked hannah Ann throughout this season because she's just like happy-go-lucky good with whatever and this is the first time that she let him have it and it was amazing
0: yeah she went for it and it was entirely deserved i mean Peter started by saying, like, he was like, oh, I never intended to give my heart to two people. You sign up to be The Bachelor. Like, that's literally the show's main premise.
1: That and also, like, I feel like Peter doesn't even know what he wants. So if he doesn't know what he wants, how what does he expect? Of course, his heart's going to go in five different directions because he doesn't even know where his priorities are.
0: Yeah, he he really, he took the easy route by proposing to Hannah Ann just because he wanted an engagement Well,
1: he does explain in the after the final words a little bit more of like why he proposed to Hannah Ann, but we will get there.
0: Yeah. So he is breaking up with Hannah Ann at this moment. And Hannah Ann is just saying like, you took away my first engagement. It was supposed to be the most special day of my life. Now you're taking it away from me. Um, She mocks him being like, oh, torn and conflicted Peter. Like, she's like, I was there for you the entire time. and you knew all the right things to say to me and you said them just because you didn't want me to walk away.
1: Yeah. She said, you said all the right things to get me to stay. And that's
0: like, that's so effed up. It was so bad. And it was totally a flashback to Ari and Becca for me because Peter just kept on following Hannah Ann when she's like, I need a moment and she would walk away and he would follow and she would yell at him. And then she'd be like, I need to go. And he would follow and she, um, finally got in the car to leave and he followed and like w- reached in to say one more thing. And she just put her hand up and was like, leave. And that was just the best. I know. Thing. I was like, you go girl. She was pissed. Um, very rightfully so. So that's their breakup. And now and it's now all right. In- yeah. And we're current
1: now because, um, we have no idea what the hell's going on, um, but we're back to live, and now we have Peter there watching it live, explaining a little bit more about, you know, his side of the story. They brought Hannah Ann out for them both to talk. Um, I'm sorry, there was a child screaming. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> I thought it was like um, a demon or something. I know, and they have Hannah Ann and Peter come out. Peter come <laughs> out, and <laughs> I'm sorry, there's children outside. Oh my goodness, there's children outside my <laughs> um and they have them come out and explain. And Peter, the point that I do understand that Peter said is he is he said, My I really did love Madison and I really did love Hannah Ann. And I I thought that I would get over I had no time to grieve the relationship of Madison because that's you know, I can't do that because I'm on the show. So I had no time to grieve my um my relationship with Madison, my breakup with Madison. So when I proposed to Hannah Ann, I genuinely thought that as the days, the weeks, and months went by, I would realize that Hannah Ann is who I was meant to be with. And my, the grieving process would let me allow, would allow me to fully get over Madison and it just didn't happen. So he's like, I did really love Madison. And I didn't want to let that go just because I was currently grieving my breakup with Madison, because I thought that by not letting her go, it would help me move on. So that was the only thing that I I did understand and felt for him because Ari, I think he's just like shitty, but I do think Peter genuinely like has a good heart and wants the best for them. And he's just dumb.
0: Yeah, I agree with that too. I feel like, I mean, this is not normal dating situation. Like he's in love with two people and one of them leaves and he's heartbroken, but he still loves the other one, which is not normal, but it happens if you love two people And it's very complicated, but he should just not have proposed. If he had told Hannah Ann, look, Maddie left, she decided to leave. And, you know, obviously I loved her. She knew that I loved her, but I still love you. And I want to work on this, but I'm not ready to get engaged. She would have stayed with him. I hope she would have stayed with him. And
1: I, but I could also see how she might get pissed that, like, oh, like, you just want to be my, like, my boyfriend, like, I could see how she would be annoyed with that, too, um, so hopefully, like, she said to her, like, to him, like, if you would have sat me down, like, and explained to me what was going on, like, the outcome would have been different, but also, I don't think he really wanted Hannah Ann, like, I think he realized that he wanted to be with Madison, so I don't, I don't think that would have worked out either, it just wouldn't have been as dramatic.
0: Yeah, I agree, um, I just, I feel like, during this moment, Matt, or not Madison, I can't, I'm can't. i getting them confused in my head. Hannah Ann really held herself well, um, explaining how she felt and how she was disappointed. Um, and she kind of ended the whole conversation by saying, if you want to be with a woman, you need to become a real man. And I know Sage and I, we've already talked about this, that I loved it. Sage wasn't too happy with it. So I want to hear your thoughts why you're not too happy with it.
1: Yeah, I just... Like, I genuinely liked everything she was saying. I felt like she sounded really mature and level-headed and, um, like, she sounded great until she said that he needed to be a real man. I felt like that was, like, a jab, and I get she's angry, um, but it just showed her age a little bit and... I think, I don't think it was necessary. I don't think what he did doesn't make him a real man. If anything, I think it makes him more of a man because he's actually following his heart and his emotions rather than just trying to make people happy and make his mom happy. Um, Because, you know, that wasn't easy for him. You know, he was scared of what the world was going to think about him and that they were going to think he was an RE 2.0, but he was like, you know what? I don't care. And he hurt people in the process and he was really dumb about the way he did it. Um, but I don't think he's a bad person. I don't think he's not a real man. I just think he's a stupid man.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I understand your point there. Um, I don't think Peter did any of this with bad intentions. He obviously truly did love, I guess. I mean, he at least very, very much liked Hannah Ann. (laughs) That was not. And I think he thought at the time that he was doing the right thing. I can understand what he's saying about like, Oh, this breakup with Madison is just temporary pain and I don't want to lose Hannah Ann over it. I get that. Um, It was just a dumb move. He should just have not proposed and it would have most likely been fine either way, but it is what it is. Um, But also what's funny is this whole time that Hannah Ann is kind of taking Peter to task for everything that he's done. Barbara, his mom is in the background clapping for her, like rooting on, her talking on peter and not being a real man
1: rooting on yeah like her talking major shit on her son she's like yes yes go girl yes yes and i was like okay barb like i see you
0: yeah she I was like, at was at least, I was like it.
1: At, yeah i was like at least you're not letting your son like you're not having his back no matter what like you were recognizing that what he did wasn't smart
0: yeah i totally see that um The only time I ever really felt like she, Barbara, like made a point with her reaction. But um, there was one more thing that I wanted to talk about because Hannah Ann mentioned that in their engagement or during their engagement, he had to reach out to Hannah B to get closure. And we didn't there was no explanation on that. But that was they breezed over that really
1: quick. And that was a very subtle like dig that she said. Um, pretty much like there's three people included in our engagement. There was Madison, there was me, and there was Hannah B that you called and needed to get closure with. So I was like, damn.
0: Yeah, I almost missed that because I she's she just said it so quickly, and I'm like, wait a second, that's a big deal. But she didn't give any other background information on it. But I saw today. Um, that Hannah Ann was on the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast with Rachel Lindsay and Becca Kufrin, and she talked about it. And she said, So the timeline is that they got engaged in late November, and he told her in January that he needed to talk to Hannah B to get closure. And he was apparently pushing Hannah Ann to feel comfortable with it. Like he was telling her, like, This is normal, this is fine, I need to get closure. And she was like, what the fuck? Like, no, we're engaged. But I guess he still reached out to her. um, And that was in January. And then a week later is when they had broken up.
1: Well, then maybe he just realized, like, how much he likes Hannah B. still. And how much he likes Madison still. And how much
0: he really doesn't like Hannah Ann. Yeah, that, I mean, I would not be okay with my fiance reaching out to his ex that he had a very complicated and messy it's breakup sexual. with yeah a very publicly sexual relationship um and also
1: moment. when she came on the bachelor to talk to him in the beginning of the show like it wasn't just like a normal thing like it was very touchy feely it was very flirtatious like it, they were all over each other
0: Yeah. And also I found out Hannah Ann was not on that group date. So she didn't know that like all of that happened until she was watching the show back. And at that point she's already engaged to him. Mm -hmm. So it's just definitely a red flag. And yeah. So I think that that's it with the Hannah Ann portion, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's get into Madison. So, sneaky Chris Harrison is like, guess what, Peter? You don't know this, but I flew to Alabama to talk to Madison and you have no idea what happened. So let's all watch together. And basically he goes to tell Madison that Peter got engaged to Hannah and, but now he's single. And if Maddie wants to give it another shot and fly to LA, which she's all down for. So she goes to surprise Peter, I guess, in LA, which is like a really random scene. Um It's supposed it to like happen at his peeing. house. It looked like he was peeing in the pool. <laughs> yeah, in his freaking jeans and high high waisted boots. Is that what it's called? Ankle boots. Ankle boots and high waisted jeans. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. It was weird. Like the timeline for everything was really weird. Like they were like, Yeah, Peter doesn't even know how this is gonna end. And then they like showed that he did see Madison. Like when he said he was she was gonna come to LA, I thought like she was gonna surprise him at the after the final rose.
0: See, that would have been amazing because the whole time they were saying Peter doesn't even know how to, how this ends. No, the truth is that he didn't know this one kind of insignificant piece of information that he probably got later from madison when she went to go see him yeah like and you don't think they exchanged numbers yeah like, like it doesn't make any sense i'm sure they were talking there's i'm
1: sure he knows about it. i mean it's all producers and writing and sh- stuff but it was just weird like the timing of everything was just really weird and not like very well explained
0: yeah it was a, a bit o- all over the place um but at this point we're fully live and Maddie is sitting next to Peter on the um, couch, whatever, after the rose ceremony, whatever. And this is where shit gets crazy. And the real villain of the season is unveiled because Barbara, Peter's mom, is explaining why they did not have a good um, meeting with Madison when she came to meet them. Well, she had already met them, but... For, I don't know how to say it like the last chance date when she met them again yeah like
1: when they meet the parents and but also too the whole time that they're showing the part where Chris Harrison's in um, Alabama talking to Maddie they have a Barb cam and they're showing Barb and Madison's talking about how like she's really upset like she can't eat she can't sleep Barb's rolling her eyes like rolling her eyes like
0: you are a grown ass woman Barb Yeah. Rolling her eyes at a 23 year old, like, and like, she has to know that there's a camera on her because it's a camera and it's facing her. Like she has to know. And she's literally rolling her eyes, smirking, looking at her husband, like, oh my God, this is so dumb. And we're watching the entire thing. Like I wanted to put a piece of paper over my left bottom screen of my TV because I didn't even want to see her face anymore. She was driving me crazy. Mm -hmm. So so Barbara explains that they weren't happy with um, Madison when she came over because she had made them wait three hours because she was outside talking to Peter. But, again, she was outside talking to Peter about, like, if they're ready to meet their parents. Like, it wasn't like she was late getting ready or she just didn't want to come. Like, she was right outside with Peter it was also his decision to sit out there for 3 hours.
1: I also have two ways like if she really did, if she made them wait 3 hours like no matter their circumstances like it probably would have been a good idea to apologize and be like you know I'm so sorry guys like we were stuck talking like blah 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 like it, it would have been a good idea to maybe apologize right? But also what on her like does she really think that it was 100% Madison like she has confessionals that she has to do. She has to talk to the producer. She has to like do this, 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 this. It's not like it's just you and me talking outside and we're being rude, making your parents wait. No, like there's a lot that goes into it, Barb. Like, yes, she didn't apologize. She probably could have apologized. So could Peter. Um, But there was a lot more that went into it than just her being quote unquote rude, not going and not wanting to meet them.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I feel like if I were meeting my boyfriend's parents for the first time in that setting and, you know, they had been inside waiting for however long, I would come. Yeah, totally. Even if it's not like I am so sorry for being late. You could just be like, oh, so sorry. Like, I know that took so long. It totally sucks having to do this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Like, make it casual. I can see that. But at the same time, there's no reason to hold such an insane grudge (laughs) over Hannah Ann for this or Madison. Hannah Ann, angel on earth. I forgot.
1: Yeah. And, and she said that she asked if she loved Peter and um, she said no. And she said she was in love with Peter, which we didn't see. Obviously, we don't see everything. But if she really said that, I think that would
0: have made the air. Yeah. I really kind of doubt that she said that because um, when Barbara was saying that at the live show, um, Madison was watching her and was just kind of like giving her like a little smirk, like, okay, yeah. Is that what happened? Sure. Like I said, I don't love him. Okay.
1: Yeah, no. And, uh, and, and it didn't stop there. I mean, Barb continued to just shit on Madison over and over and over and it was not stopping. It was so uncomfortable. It was, it was so like Barbara was
0: giving it to her and it was, it was so sad. It was so sad. And like, I can understand, you know, if you don't like the person that your um, child is dating, like, you know, we've all had that person where like our parents are like, they're not good for you. They don't love you. They're not here for the right reasons. But to do that on national television, like, who? and she told Peter, because Chris Harrison was like, okay, like, Barbara, how do you feel about this? Okay, Barbara, how can we turn the page? And there was no turning the page like she literally told Peter that he has to fail in order to succeed how do you tell how do you tell your child that it was so
1: it was so bad and and I'm so torn because like part of me wanted Peter to be like mom stop leave it alone this is what and he did say like you know, mom, this is, I love, I love Madison and that's it. But like, it is his mom. He does have to respect her. Like he can't be like, mom, shut up. Like, well, but like on live TV, you know, like he has to be respectful. And I felt so bad for Peter in that moment because he's probably like, what the hell do I do? Like I'm stuck between these two people right now. Like I can't tell my mom off. I can't, I don't want Madison. I feel like I'm not there for her. Like it was just such an uncomfortable position for Peter too.
0: Yeah. I saw a lot of people pissed at him that he didn't stand up to her more. Um, the most, I mean, I kind of did like what he said, like the most that he kind of told her off when he said, um, like, I'm telling you that I love Madison and that should be enough because it's like stern, like that's enough. Like I'm telling you, I love her. That's it. It's not like petty or bitter or like getting into a fight. But and like he
1: does love his mom. Like he respects his mom. And and even though she's being like when our mom is being crazy and we're like, you know, we still love and respect her and wouldn't embarrass her on national television television, like even though she's being, you know, she's misbehaving, like it's really not okay. It wouldn't be okay for him. If he was like telling off his mom, people would give him shit for that too.
0: Yeah, I don't think there was any right reaction that Peter could have given, so I'm okay with how he reacted. I feel like he did the most he could. I don't think he at all expected his mom to be that terrible on live TV. Yeah, um, but I really love how Madison was talking about this because she was saying, you know, it's not just Peter's journey; like, it's also my journey. It's not just Peter choosing me; it's me choosing Peter, and it's the reality of the situation. Like if they're actually getting married, she has some things that she wants to make sure are addressed. And that's totally fair. She's allowed. Yeah. She's allowed to have her, like, she's allowed
1: to have her doubts. She's allowed to have her, um, her questions just because she's not like kissing the ground that her son walks on. Doesn't mean that she's not a good person.
0: Yeah. That was, I really loved how Madison said that and looking on, um, twitter and stuff afterwards everyone was just like shocked that barbara was that terrible to madison and madison really held her own um i also wanted to mention that at one point chris harrison asked peter's dad what he thought about the whole situation and his mom leans over to the dad and like whispers in spanish but i mean hello you're wearing a mic like we can hear everything you say Mm-hmm. She whispers to him in Spanish and basically says, say something bad to help me. And it's like, and are we, but are we a hundred percent sure that's what she said? Yep. It's like all over Twitter now. Cause when I heard it, like, I don't have captions on my TV. I heard it and I heard it like, "Say bad, help me. And I was like, okay, like my Spanish is not the best. So like, I think that's kind of what she said, but I don't know. And I talked to my mom after and they my mom and my dad were watching and they like rewinded it and like listened a million times with me. And they're like, that's what she said for sure. And then I went on Twitter and people had captions on their TV and it says in Spanish what she said.
1: Yeah. That's just so bad.
0: That's so bad. Poor Peter's dad. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. This was another thing. So after this whole episode, I went on Everyone's Instagrams to stalk everyone, see what everyone's posting. And I mean, of course, his mom is getting a lot of mean comments, which is sad. Like I don't I don't think that she deserves the online hate that she's getting. Like it's, it's no yeah. A TV show. Like calm down. No don't one support hear. no one deserves to be bullied. Yeah, she's completely getting bullied. Um she needs to turn off her Instagram comments if she hasn't already. Um, but his dad is getting so much shit and it's like everyone's telling the dad like run away while you can I feel bad for you having to put up with that for the last 30 years like it's just like a shit show I went to Peter's brother's Instagram he's getting a lot of shit I went to Peter's brother's girlfriend's Instagram (laughs) she's getting a lot of shit and just the entire family is getting a lot of shit right now so bad It's really sad. Um, but on the other hand, Madison and Hannah Ann are getting a lot of love. That's good. Yeah. That's kind of the episode. That's kind of how it ended.
1: That is how it ended. Um, and we will finish it at that because I know we've been talking about it for a while. Um, so if you're still with us, we appreciate it, but, um, I did want to say – I did want to talk about really quick about, um, Erica, what you sent me the other day. Um, Let me see if I can find it. Um, About, like, the reason that he, you know, went for Hannah Ann because of the way, like, he grew up with his mom. Oh, yeah. It says, growing up with a mother that cries to manipulate manipulate you is why Peter all season felt bad and kept around the girls that cried. It makes perfect sense because he thinks that behavior is normal.
0: Completely makes sense because this whole, I think every single time that we've seen Barbara on the show, she's cried to Peter and kind of told him what to do. and we've heard Peter tell her like, mom, like, stop. You you can't do this. You push me. You got to stop. So it sounds like this happens. Like this is a normal thing.
1: And it also, like when you think about it, like he is, he's a beautiful man. He's a pilot. He's so sweet. He's funny. He can dance. He speaks, like he's a pretty much an all around guy, right? Like people like that don't stay single for long. Like that, they, they get swept up pretty damn quick. But maybe it's his mom that's been pushing away every girlfriend like maybe that's why he's single like maybe it's not his issue like maybe it's his mom and um i've seen like a couple there's like been a couple sources that i've seen of people that have known people that have dated peter and they've said that his mom
0: has pushed him away oh man i can totally see that because i feel like Peter, I can see him being an actually good person, like from the show. Like he didn't, he never had bad intentions. He always tried to be his best, but I think he's just still kind of dumb. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that's that's probably because of how his mom raised him. It seemed like she really coddled him and made him think he is Jesus walking on earth. But at the same time, he has to listen to everything that she says because she's always right. I agree. That's really, it's really sad. sad. Yeah, which is probably why everyone's commenting on his brother's girlfriend's pick and saying, like, get away now. Like, I could not handle that as my mother-in-law. If I was Madison, I'd be like, Peter, I love you, like, truly, but I can't deal with that. That's not going to be in my life.
1: That's really sad, though. Like, her parents seemed so nice.
0: Yeah, and they posted afterward as well and just said they're so proud of her, which they should be 100%. For handling herself the way that she did. um, But Barbara... Yeah, she's getting some shit.
1: But her dad has also been on Twitter re- retweeting and liking, like, things that pe- of people making fun, uh, making fun of Barb. So, to me, like, there's no way in how this relationship is going to work. Just on the toxicness un- alone. Like, there's too much beef between the families. Like, there's too much. Like, it's just not going to work. I wouldn't be surprised if they're already broken up.
0: Yeah. I mean, it sucks. I mean... Like you said before, I don't think that they would have worked out in the long run because they have such different values. Um, But this is like the nail in the coffin. Like, who would have thought the drama would be between the parents? I think that Peter just needs to end up with Hannah Brown. Yeah, I think so, too. I think Hannah Brown is still single, but I did see her liking some stuff last night about Peter being not a real man. So I don't know if she's really into that right now.
1: She also was in Florida with Tyler C um this week.
0: Yeah, Tyler C from her season Dreamiest Guy Ever, his mom unfortunately passed away and oh, she went Yeah, she went out there to support him, which is great that they're still friends on that level, but I don't know if there's anything there between them anymore, sadly. I mean, she deserves the best she does and they all do but pff, not barbara geez no she deserves not the best sorry barb she i mean i still her wish daughter. her happiness
1: but i also you know she needs to she needs
0: to be put in her place i Hopefully hope this she, helps with that i hope she watches the episode back and kind of just like ooh, like okay that that's not a good look on me <laughs> i
1: know i hope she's literally mortified watching that back i really do
0: yeah. So there you have it, guys. That is our Bachelor recap. Can't believe we survived the season. Next, we've got Bachelorette. We've got Claire Crawley. She's, I think, 40 years old. So that'll be fun. Yeah, we're excited to see that. Um, we will be back to regular
1: programming next week for everyone that... um you know, doesn't watch the bachelor and, um, yeah, but we just had to give you guys that crazy bachelor recap because
0: it was, it was a wild one. It was truly a wild one. And I am happy I- to close the door on that.
1: I don't know if we'll be, we're, I don't know if we'll be releasing on
0: Wednesday or Thursday next week, but you will let you guys know on Instagram. Yeah. we we'll, uh, we'll talk about it between ourselves, not wasting any more of your guys' time. Um, but you know, next time we have an episode up is when we will release it, you know? Exactly. (laughs) You'll hear from us soon. Yes. Um, Erica, do you want to hit us with the socials before we go? I sure do. So make sure you follow our Instagram at Balance Broads Pod. Our Twitter is at Balance Broads. Sage's Instagram is at Sage with two A's. I am at Erica.kl. I think that that's all of our socials and our Announcements. I don't think we have anything else going on. I feel like we wrapped up the season with a pretty little bell.
1: Yeah, we did. I think we did a good job.
0: <laughs> good job, All Steve. Right.
1: Good job, Erica. <laughs> High five. Um, so we will see you next week, Brods. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. You are so loved and appreciated. And we will see you in just a few days. Bye. Bye.